Welcome to the Fresh Sounds Podcast. Every week we bring you five of our favorite tracks, four new songs, and one comes from the canon of music history. I'm Mark Berniker in San Francisco, California. And I'm Brendan Hassenstab in Brooklyn, New York. Over the next 10 or 15 minutes, we'll take you around the world in five songs. Mark and I listen to a lot of music each week, and we bring our personal favorites to this here show. Time for Fresh Sounds, track one. What you got queued up, B? Shamir Bailey, who releases his music under his first name, is back with a poppier sound on Running, his new single. It's from an album due out in October, due to be self-titled. The song is classic in a certain sense, as it deals with difficult emotions in a pop song context. Shamir has said it was... Quote, about a time in my life when I was part of a toxic friend group where I was the only non-cis person, he said, adding, the song is from the perspective of me now realizing how much it affected my mental health after being a few years removed and realizing how much I was dulling myself down so that I didn't stick out any more than I already did. And also how that made me directly experience gender dysphoria for the first time, unquote. But you can also skate by that and just enjoy the dream pop style. Here is Shamir with Running. Brendan, I really like that one. Reminds me of a bunch of things, including Eve Turmour, Jesse Lanza, and it's got a great dancey, spacey dance vibe, while also being kind of tough to categorize. Yeah, Shamir is known for his countertenor voice. In the opera world, there are only about 10 working countertenors in the world today. So this is a special and rare ability to have that kind of androgynous tone to your voice. Shamir brings it all to pop music and with bits of indie and dance production. He does several different styles, so you're right in saying it's hard to pigeonhole. I'm really looking forward to that new album of his due out in the fall. Mark, uh, what do you have as our second favorite track of the week? There's something about Arlo Parks. Somehow I love every song she's written, sang, and played. She's a 19-year-old British poet and wonderful singer. And on her new song, Hurt, she has created a pandemic anthem. And her lyrics give an optimistic tone during a very tough time, saying it, quote, won't hurt so much forever. The layered production blends a variety of different vocal tracks into a single artist medley. I may be going out on a limb, but Arlo Parks is my new artist of the year, and I think she deserves a boatload of awards. Here's Hurt and Arlo Parks. Won't hurt so much forever. Won't hurt so much. Won't hurt so much forever. 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 Won't
So Brandon, she's not even 20 years old, yet she clearly is super talented. What did you think of this one? Well, I'd say in the pop music market, young performers really rule the roost. Think of Lord or Billie Eilish or Charlie XCX. So there's no reason Arlo can't join their ranks. It's really good stuff. I hope she gets uh, she gets the recognition I, I feel she really deserves. Where do we land for the third stop on the global tour? Peter Kember, known professionally as Sonic Boom, has been making drone-based underground symphonies since his days in The Spaceman 3 back in the 1980s. But his amp-melting days are over, and he's probably best described as a fellow traveler of artists like Panda Bear and Beach House, both of which he's produced albums for in recent years. While the rest of us have been cooped up, Sonic Boom quietly released an album in June that is all about, quote, trying to do whatever I could to show there is aspiration in caring about the planet, the things that are hurting it, and the ways in which we can stop the hurting, unquote. Yes, Big thoughts from Sonic Boom. Here is The Way That You Live from his newest record. Okay, this one kind of blew my mind. I love this space rock with real 60s flavor. Would we call this retro psychedelia? 100%. I think all of Sonic Boom's modern music is built on analog synthesizers. He actually uh, lists the equipment on the back of the physical release of this single. And uh, with those synths, he makes... Music that is, as you say, spacey and 60s indebted, but also very drone-based psychedelia for sure. But there is something warmer in those analog synth tones, dare I say, some optimism? Well, Mark, what's your pick for the fourth new song of the week? London-based Nubia Garcia makes a splash this week with her track Source, which is the title track of her new full-length album release. Nubia is a special talent, not only an incredible saxophonist, but also a flautist, composer, and band leader. It's pure modern jazz with strong reggae and Afrobeat undertones. The New York Times described her as a leader in the new British jazz scene, calling her new album a sweeping set of jazz with Afro-Caribbean influences. I concur. This is excellent music. Nubia Garcia's source is worth a spin.
This album is a solid effort. I think we may need to mine the modern British jazz scene in the coming weeks. What did you like about this one, Brandon? Totally agree with you there. I think Nubia's tenor sax is what grabs me. I will say she's surrounded herself with a great packing band, and this is another indication that the jazz world is alive and kicking here in 2020. Love the whole record, and I should note I was going to pick a track from this if you didn't. A strong release. Well, that's a good sign. We're both on the same page. Those are our top four new songs of this week. Now it's time to do an open sesame on the Fresh Sounds Music Vault. Where are we headed back in time, Brendan? In the summer of 1987, the British band XTC released the very best pastiche of the 1960s rock canon on a compilation entitled Chips from the Chocolate Fireball, a clear nod to the psychedelic sound of the late 1960s. They stepped out of their usual band name and became the Dukes of Stratosphere. This week, I've chosen their Jangle Pop hit from this album. I should note I fully intend to play You're My Drug sometime in the future, but this one, The Vanishing Girl, could easily slot into A Hard Day's Night or any good Beatles album from the mid-1960s. I always loved the Can't Buy Me Love vibe of this, harmonies and all. Here is XTC moonlighting as the Dukes of Stratosphere with The Vanishing Girl. So XTC and the Dukes were some of my favorite bands in the summer of 1987 when I was finishing up my master's in Glasgow. These guys were true innovators, and to this day, their sound holds up remarkably well. Yeah, XTC is a durable favorite of mine. So many great songs, and as you say, so well recorded. I mean, it sounds like they're played on a good turntable. It sounds like they're in the room with you. Andy Partridge is known as a uh, outspoken audiophile himself, so he, they put a lot of effort into their recording and production, and uh, you know it, it makes their music really vivid and alive even years later. If you want an overview of their string of top quality tunes, I recommend Fossil Fuel, the XTC collection, nineteen seventy-seven to nineteen ninety-two. It's a Great package. That's a wrap for this week. Those are your top five fresh sounds tracks. Check out our weekly column on Medium and sign up for our email newsletter. That's where we have six more bonus reviews. Mark, let's talk a little about our other tracks. We've got a couple great songs from Texas artists Havdi and Lamelda, and then to Brooklyn for a treasure from the band Triathlon. Brendan, what about your uh, bonus tracks this week? Got two scoops of indie rock with a great new track from Philadelphia's Godcaster, some tri-state scronk from Magic Markers, and a Sunday evening sort of indie rock from the supergroup Muzz. That's it for this week. 
Keep in touch with us all week on social media. We're not on Twitter and Facebook at Fresh Sounds Pod. Enjoy the music, Mark. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks to all of you for joining us on the Fresh Sounds Podcast, and have a great week. 